Club Sports Sports Flash. With your sports update, I'm Bob Walters. A night after dropping 60 on the Orlando Magic, Kyrie does not get to play tonight as Dallas visits Brooklyn. Nets in Brooklyn, 7.30 from the Barclays. Portland in town. After losing five straight, they play the Knicks. In the NHL, Devils and Flames tonight, 10, 10 o'clock. Major League Baseball, the Yankees signed Anthony Rizzo to a two-year, $32 million deal. Chris Sale will miss opening day for the Red Sox with fractured ribs. The first four concludes tonight with two more after Texas Southern and Indiana advanced last night. Tonight you got two 16 seeds, Bryant and Wright State. That tips at 640. And the late game is a pair of 11 seeds, Notre Dame and Rutgers. Stay tuned. Coming up next, it's Locked Up Sports NCAA Tournament Preview on 365sportscast.com. Everybody, this is Don LaGreca from the Michael K Show. When it comes to talking sports, Bob Walters and Brett Grasso are the authority. The Jets are through for the win! Done! to talking sports they're the authority it's bob walters and brett grasso it's locked up sports and it starts now bring them out bring them out hey bring them out bring them out bring them out bring them out hey bring them out here we go locked up sports ncaa tournament preview edition it's bob walters it's brett grasso we are on the eve of the NCAA tournament, the eve of St. Patrick's Day. Does it get any better than this? Brett, how you doing today? All right. Getting ready. Can't wait. Got my bracket all filled out. We ready are to, ready to get crushed on this first uh, weekend. We got a big show for you tonight. Um, it's a special show, 5 o'clock. So if you're driving home from work, you're done with work. You got a couple games tonight, a couple basketball games tonight. Um, last night was the first game, first two games of the first four. Tonight is the second two tonight you got uh well, last night you had texas southern and you had indiana neither of those two teams looked like tournament teams neither of the two winners indiana game was awful it was about maybe 25 points total scored with about five minutes left in the first half uh it just i don't like the first four i'm not a fan of the first four for that very reason i think you water it down you have too many teams um tonight you got bryant and wright state a pair of 16 seeds going up you know what are you you're playing for the right to lose the next game and then you got, uh, which should be actually a pretty good game. You got Rutgers, some local flavor, and you got Notre Dame, which obviously a lot of people around here are just 
fans of Notre Dame. Um, so that should be a good one. I got Rutgers in that one. But yeah, and I think either one of those teams, if they actually, you know, whoever wins, um, has a shot moving forward. I have Rutgers. I have Rutgers they actually winning a round. couple games. Yeah. yeah, I have Rutgers winning a couple games. Rutgers is a good team this year. Um, big defense. Good defense. They hit clutch shots. They've had a couple wins. They won. They had a span of like five games where they beat ranked teams. Somehow they weren't yeah, ranked it, after that. But. You know, it's about how you're playing now. You know, nobody cares about how you were playing uh, four months ago. But you, know, you got uh, you got in, and now it's time to start winning. So just some uh, housekeeping here to get things started. We got um, we got an interview coming up. We taped it earlier with uh, a, a college basketball expert, Big East. He's going to go through the whole tournament. We go through the whole thing with him. We'll take care of that in just a little bit. Um, we got we're going to go through the brackets. We're going to tell you who our sleepers are. We're going to help you win your pool. Um, I've been playing this now. I guess probably. Oh, it's got to be like 25, almost 30 years I've been in bracket pools every single year. I have never won a bracket pool, Brett. I, well, listen, I you know me. I, I probably come in the top three most years, and I know the least of most people. That's, that's what it is. That's but what this tournament is. That's what makes it so great, though. It, it is. Uh, you always have to go still pick a, a Cinderella team or pick somebody who's probably a d- double-digit guy to go a couple rounds, or your bracket's going to get busted. If you got to make, you got to make one listen, of those picks. If by Thursday... Eight o'clock at night, my brackets are still like I still have some Final Four teams left or some Sweet Sixteen teams left. I'm I'm happy because a lot of times by two two thirty on that first Thursday, my brackets are shot. I'm already lost two or three Sweet Sixteen teams and it's over. So um, now don't forget join the uh, on ESPN Tournament Challenge. We have a uh, pool going on. It's uh, Locked Up Sports is the name of the pool. Just type that into the name of the pool and. Put your brackets in there. We're it's gonna, up till noon tomorrow. You it's can up until noon right tomorrow. Right up until noon. Exactly. And uh, that'll let you know the ESPN tournament challenge. And uh, yeah, you, you can, can even incorporate any other brackets that you have. You can just pop your bracket in, get into our group, and use that bracket you have and be in, into our... Uh, I think I said it for um, for five brackets max you could put in there. So there, there, there was about 25 or 30 in there this morning. I haven't looked, so there's probably going to be a bunch of them in there. Um, let's get started now here real quick. Um with the selection committee, I, I had some problems with what the selection committee did. Um, if you saw the championship championship week, the conference tournaments, they really didn't use those and weight those a lot the way I wanted them to. Like a lot of it didn't matter. Uh, Texas A and M, if you saw it, did not get in. The first um, Texas A and M was one of the first four teams out. Now they won eight of ten games to finish the the season. They were on consecutive days in the SEC tournament. They beat Florida, Auburn, and Arkansas. And they didn't get in. Now, they lost the championship game. If they would have won that, they would have got the automatic bid. They didn't get in at all. And well, I they were th- playing Tennessee in that game. Tennessee's probably going to go on and be in the Final Four. They weren't supposed to beat any of those teams. Florida, Auburn, Arkansas, they beat them on three consecutive days, and they won eight of ten to finish. They had a good record that... They oh, just no, they, they proved their case. I watched each one of those games. I actually had money on each one of those games and won each one of those now, games. Now, here's, here's the problem I have. The West Coast Conference... They got Gonzaga. We all know Gonzaga, number one team, number one overall seed in this bracket in this tournament. They let uh, they got three teams in from the West Coast Conference. Now the West Coast Conference is not a good conference. Okay, they they tell you they tell you it's a, they tell us all it's a good conference, but it's not. I mean, who do they got? They got Gonzaga and they got St. Mary's. Besides that, it's not a good conference. They put San Francisco is the main problem I have. That's what I'm getting at here. San Francisco. Now let me read you their resume. I told you Texas A&M won eight out of ten to finish. Beat Florida, Auburn, and Arkansas on consecutive days in the SEC tournament. Now, the SEC, we know it's big schools. We know it's tough competition. 
Here's some of the wins that San Francisco, an at-large bid. The, the committee chose these guys to go, go in the tournament as an at-large bid. They beat LIU. They beat Davidson. Now, Davidson, okay, they're a tournament team. They beat Nevada, Townsend, Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon, so nobody. Prairie View, Stanford, Morgan State. They beat Academy of Art. Listen. Academy of Art, Brett. If you have committed, if you have yeah, but, but who's going to draw up a better pick and roll than the <laughs> Academy of Art? If you have Academy of Art on your schedule, you should not be allowed in the tournament period yeah, right there. No, that, that's, that's how it should go. Listen, they beat the, the only the only name team they beat here is Arizona State, who was fourteen and seventeen on the year. You don't. You, you can't. I mean, you can't lose to a team that majors in arts. Well, what are you doing? I mean, you go into the at least they at least they won it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah at least they won it. They right, won the right. game. You know, like, would, they, would, you, would you be talking about if they if they lost the game? But they, it, well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, to even put them on your schedule, like your non conference schedule has got to be good if you're someone like San Francisco. Well, listen, uh, speak, the big problem here is Texas A and M not making it. That other team's great. Okay, they should have been in. I got a problem with Indiana making it too over them. Texas A and M, Indiana, Indiana's a good chance of winning their first round no, game too. No, for, did you? You didn't watch the game last night, did you? I, 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 I did, did you watch the game? I didn't. I was working. Okay, so they we're not allowed to watch uh, basketball in jail. Really? That's so untrue <laughs> at all. Um, but I listen. Indiana, that game last night was awful. It was putrid. It was terrible. They, the score was, uh, I believe, 16-10 with three, four or five minutes left in the first half. So Indiana, I, they're, they're not going to win. Texas A&M, I think, could have got in. Rutgers it was another one that could have got right in. Now, this, everybody, just this guarantees, put your money on Indiana. And uh, well, I can, I, trust <laughs> me, you're going you're gonna to have a good weekend. Yeah, yeah, well, probably. Yeah. Probably. Don't listen to my picks. Like oh, yeah. I said, I've been playing this 30 years. I've listen, never I, won can, a pool. If you know nothing about basketball, just focus on... Bob's picks and do the opposite. Pick mascots, pick colors, pick against yeah. me. You should be all right. Listen, I, it's, that's what everybody's doing right now. All the soccer moms are out there picking their brackets right now. <laughs> and uh, they're the ones who are going to win these pools. Um, I mean, that's how it goes. I, mean, I Closest I came was a couple of years ago. I lost to my father in the final. I forget which, which what final it was, but I needed one team to win. He needed the other team. He they won. So I mean, yeah, that's it's the actually your ever. brother. Your brother, I think, came up and snuck from behind to get me. Was it last year or the year before? My brother Brian won last year. Was correct. it last year? He yeah, I was leading right up by two brackets, two out of the top three brackets, and your brother leapfrogged me, so I ended up with second and fourth. I so think. tonight, tonight we got. Um, as I said, Rutgers. We got Rutgers and we got Notre Dame. That's going to be a good game. That's the late tip after the Brian Wright State. Playing to lose, you know. Rutgers is getting a point in that game. Are they getting a point? They're getting a point in that game. Oh, I, I, um, I would take Rutgers. But that's what you know. The consensus has been that Rutgers is probably going to win that game. But you know, you can well, get a. I, I mean, you know, listen. Oh, I just, yeah, put it this way. I hope they just win it by a point. <laughs> <laughs> the, you want you know, to push? What are you a book? Are you running book or something, Brett? Uh, listen, I'll. <laughs> you want? I'll, I will always take a push over a loss <laughs> yeah, any fair. day of the week. You want to take a money line and lose that game? There's no bigger heartbreak. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. So um, try and make an extra twelve bucks. So real quick, with, with again with the uh, selection, a lot of people thought uh, Michigan should not be in this tournament. They got a they got a higher seed. Then people even thought people, you know, after the Juwan Howard thing, they when that thing happened, I even said I was like, they're not going to any post game. I thought it was postseason. I thought it was going to be over. They'd get an NIT bid or something. Um, Texas A and M is in the NIT. Michigan's going to knock off Colorado State. I think I believe, I think so. I think Michigan's going to win. I do. A game, I think Michigan, and could they're win number two eleven. Games. They're like that classic eleven seed that's going to go in, and well, you know they're. You know what it is? Usually they like um, everyone likes the twelve over the five. This year, I like the 11 to win. Yeah. I like the 11 seeds winning some games. 
You, you really don't know. You really have no idea. You don't think Indiana at 12 has any chance to I knock think, off St. Mary's? No, I think St. Mary's. You, you know, I was just bashing their, their conference, St. Mary's, but St. Mary's is going to beat them. If yeah. you haven't noticed, like, all of the lines on all these 11s playing, you know, playing sixes and 12s playing fives. are favorites, right? No, but they're... Well, they're well. They're not favorite. They're they're much tighter than they normally are. Like they're, you know. Well, this isn't a year. Some, this is a year where you don't have like a, right, a dominant team. Yeah. You don't have one dominant team. Like, but there's some that are actually favored. You're right. That are like this isn't you know it's you know one point two point spread that these aren't there aren't any many ten point spreads in these games. Uh, even yeah. in the even in the big the big matchups. Listen, I think I, another one um, that I think I think the the committee screwed up with the seeding in some spots. I think Duke was. Um, I think they were seated too high. I don't think Duke's a, a two. I think Duke may be Duke's a three, gonna, maybe Duke's a four. Gonna, Duke's going to have such a bad performance. I think they're getting run out of this tournament. I, I listen. I, they're going to win a couple games, but and, and CBS. This is going to be Duke. This is going to be the Duke tournament. They're going to be on you CBS. Think gonna, you think they're going to go a couple rounds? They don't decide to play defense ever. Listen, I think I don't think they're a two seed. But being the, the fact that they got the two seed, they're going to get a little bit easier. They got crushed by Virginia Tech in the ACC title game. Um, Duke got like and, 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 and that's them going. Let's do it for coach. We got to give him his last yeah. ACC title. And Let's they, get in there. And they, they got and they lost beat, to Carolina. Uh, let me t- shout out to my friend Kevin Ayub, Virginia Tech, absolutely crushing Duke. Must have been you know big help from Bob. I heard. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> they <laughs> they uh, Duke. I don't think Duke's a two seed. I think Duke. Uh, you know, like as you said, they lost to Virginia Tech, and that conference was down. The ACC is down this year. That was not a. Yeah. It was not a good conference this year. So you got it's not the ACC when you know Tyler Hansborough and and Christian Leitner and you know all the, those, those past yeah. ACC t- uh, conferences. So they, I think they would they get three teams in the ACC. So Duke should have won that. Virginia Tech got the automatic bid. That that bumped out. No, the better team should have won that. I thought that bumped out Xavier. Whoever knows how to play better basketball that day <laughs> is who needs to win that game. Brett, Brett you, you seem like you did a lot of homework here. <laughs> this is I, watched, I watched some games this week. This is when, <laughs> I told everybody a couple weeks ago, this is when I'm going to finally watch my first basketball games of the year. You did. And I watched them all, and now I know what's going on. It, you know, you could have watched the ones back in uh, December. That would have really helped this, right? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no, you know what? You're right. And But that's why I love this tournament. It's so... Yeah, let me, let me no just idea. go and remember all the guys' names on every single team. I got no clue. Yeah, no, I mean, but you... We're going to know them. We're going to get to know about four or five names that you've never heard of or about to be household names that some of which are going to end up being, you know, something moving on. But, you know, this may be the first and only time you hear them. Yeah, well, I mean, well, you got... Kentucky's another team that's a, a perennial... You know they got the they got the best player in the country I think but they 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 can't shoot they and they don't play solid defense Kentucky I could see losing not first round not like but I could see Kentucky losing you know not in Sweet Sixteen maybe something like that but it's listen it all gets underway tomorrow it's twelve twenty is I believe the first tip uh, oh by the way still have still have the Pittsburgh tickets still have the Pittsburgh <laughs> tickets still have no accommodations to get there. Um, I don't know what we're gonna do. I, I, it's still a possibility that I that I fly out to Pittsburgh after the show tomorrow. Yeah, there's no possibility of that. So, here's where we at. Where you, if you want to find us, join the show. Is that the prize for the uh, for the tournament? We're no, gonna no. How can I give away first round yesterday's tickets? yesterday's tickets to Pittsburgh with Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Please, somebody, somebody, hit me up on Facebook. They want to go to Pittsburgh with me. Just buy the the plane ticket and the, and we'll go to the, all these games. It's gonna be a good time. I just. I just don't. I, I can't justify spending any more money to my, with my wife. It, it, I've spent five hundred dollars on these tickets, and I'll be screwed. So, um, a little, a little more. Just uh, if you want to join the show, listen. Please, 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 please. 
rate the show if you listen to it on Apple Podcasts. When you go to Apple Podcasts, give us a rating. You don't have to type. To, we'd appreciate it if you typed in what you thought about the show. But give us a rating. Let us know what you think of it. You know, three stars, five stars, whatever it is. Doesn't matter. But that, that'll help us out. Uh, you can find us Locked Up Sports Podcast on Facebook, at Locked Up Sports on Twitter, at Real Bob Walters, at Brett Grasso. Or you can get arrested anytime and stop by, and you'll probably see either one of us. Uh, anywhere pretty much between New York City and uh, the East End of Long Island. Yeah, you don't want to get arrested in New York City. That place is a bad. That place, you'd be a lot better. You trust not me. so bad in Suffolk County. Come Everybody, on out. I know you'd be better off in Suffolk County. It's like County. a resort. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're also going to be on a regular time tomorrow, eleven o'clock. So keep that posted. We got a whole bunch of baseball. Baseball going on. The free wow. agency started in football. It's, it's. I'd love to talk baseball right whole now. Whole bunch going on. We're not talking baseball right now, Brett. It's NCAA sure. tournament. So tomorrow, while you you, you know you wake up. You don't have to feel bad about starting to drink a little early because you want to start drinking around like 11 and it's St. Patrick's Day. Totally so you're ready, so you're I, ready. I was like, what are you talking about? Did, uh, yeah, St. Patrick's yeah. Day. You forgot about St. Patrick's Day? Tomorrow. Tomorrow's the first Big day of spring. Day. How many guys do you think are blacked out before like that's like those afternoon games go? I know in our like, circle of friends, at least two that will be. Yeah. Yeah. And that's at work. At work. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. I know at least two. Not our jobs, but at, like, their jobs. Yeah, no. we I That would be ridiculous. Drinking at my job, I always say, would be the worst thing ever. Oh, it's, that wouldn't even be fun. Showing up showing up after having a couple of drinks, and then you have another 18 hours to go <laughs> in jail. You're hungover <laughs> by the so, third hour. That's so awful. Like, you're hungover by the third hour of work, and you yeah. still got another 15 hours to go, no. and you're dealing with these idiots. Never. So, um... We got a we got an interview we're gonna play for you. We taped it earlier. Um, the guy's name's Jaden Daly. He is a he's excellent, guys. He's excellent. Listen, listen to him. Don't listen to us with these picks. Um, he did an excellent job. He um, he's the editor in chief and the creator of a website, Daily Dose of Hoops. He's a Big East expert. He's a mid major expert. He does play by play fill-ins for St. John's. Uh, he's the voice of Manhattan uh, college basketball. He did Iona play by play for a while. He he's gonna. He, he kills in this interview. So uh, here's the interview we recorded earlier, and we'll uh, get back and talk to you guys in a second. All right, we are here with our weekly spot now. We are with Jaden Daly. He is the editor-in-chief and creator of Daily Hoops, Daily Dose of Hoops, Daily Dose of Hoops. It's a uh, blog spot. He's a Big East expert, mid-major expert, um, does play-by-play for a bunch of stuff. Jaden, welcome to the show. Well, you're far too kind in your introduction to me, Bob. My pleasure for coming on. Thank you for having me. Uh, so now we got uh, Rutgers tonight. Mm-hmm. Very, how far can Rutgers go? I, I think Rutgers are a good team. They shoot well. They, they had a couple surprising victories. Can Rutgers win tonight, and how far can they win past this? I think Rutgers can definitely win tonight against Notre Dame. It's a very favorable matchup. And the more I look at the draw that Rutgers has, more potential I see for this group to possibly make the Sweet 16. I think Alabama on Friday is a winnable game. Texas Tech, even with the best defense in the nation, only allowing 60 points a game, doesn't exactly scare me. I think the bottom half of that bracket in the West Regional can be open for somebody to make a run, whether it's Rutgers or it's somebody else. Michigan State, who Rutgers already beat at the rack back in February, is an option in the Sweet 16. It, so is Davidson, who won the Atlantic 10 in the regular season. And Duke's defense over the last week or so hasn't been up to par. So it wouldn't shock me if Duke went down either. I do think Rutgers 
takes care of business against Notre Dame. I, I have them beating Alabama. Texas Tech could be winnable. That they went could that get went into the Sweet 16 and make a run. But I have the second round. I'm, I'm being realistic and realistic, reasonable yeah. on that. I agree. And you know what? They they the committee set it set it up for Gonzaga. I know they want Gonzaga to find, you know to win one here. That that that's an easy bracket. And Duke, I don't think Duke is. A, listen, it's going to be a full Duke tournament with Shashevsky and everything. You know they're going to be that 5:30 game on Sunday against Michigan State, leading into 60 minutes. You know that that's just bound to happen. But the committee mm-hmm. set it up for Gonzaga. Really, really nice here with the, with that West bracket. It, it, Gonzaga does have a very nice draw in the top half. You're looking at either Boise State or Memphis in the second round, and then e- either Utah or Arkansas pending upsets in the Sweet 16. The Arkansas matchup is actually, if Arkansas wins, beats Vermont and then either Utah or New Mexico State. Arkansas can push Gonzaga. It's not out of the question. I, I don't I, see it happening, but Arkansas can push Gonzaga. You look at the players they have, J.D. Note, who is an honorable mention All-American, Jalen Williams, Chris Likes, the point guard from Miami. Eric Musselman's style could really cause some problems for Gonzaga. I, I wouldn't say Gonzaga got the best draw, but if they get past Arkansas, I think they're in the Final Four. All right, so now uh, Big East. Now Big East got six teams in. A lot of people thought it should have been seven. Make the case for Xavier for me. Well, Xavier lost, I think it was eight of its last ten at the end of the regular season. I was not sold on the Musketeers as a tournament team, just watching them down the stretch. I covered their game at Seton Hall, which was a close loss. Then they turned around and lost at St. John's right before the Big East tournament started. Lost in overtime to Butler in the Big East tournament. They're right where they should be, and that's a high seed in the NIT. So I wasn't sold on how Xavier finished the season. Yes, the early season resume with the non-conference wins over Ohio State and a Virginia Tech team that won the ACC now you, that, are enough to to include them, but it's all, it's what have you done for me lately, and Xavier hasn't done much to justify it. Well, it's what have you done for me lately unless you're Texas A&M. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, so, I you know. saw that last night. <laughs> um, now, tell me why Virginia – why Virginia? Tell me why Villanova can win this tournament – then tell me why Villanova will not win this tournament, and which is more likely. Well, Villanova is just so prof- proficient and just so methodical in everything it does. The way Jay Wright has that offense running with Colin Gillespie and Justin Moore and Jermaine Samuels down low. Villanova is probably going to be the most complete team in a lot of matchups, and I think that's going to serve that group well. Why won't they win the tournament? because they'll get Arizona in the Elite Eight, and I look at Arizona and I see the best team that this program has had since it won the national championship in 1997. I look at Ben Matherin, and I think he's one of the five best players in the country. He's going to cause so, so many problems for so many teams defensively. And the, the way that Tommy Lloyd, his first season as a head coach, has gotten that group to really hit its best stride and go to the next level has me worried if I'm Villanova. Okay. Okay. So you see them getting to that regional final, and then Absolutely. fall into Arizona. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. That was that '97 team. Was that the Bibby team? It was. Okay. Mike Bibby, <laughs> Miles Simon, Michael Dickerson. That was in that was in my my heyday of watching this tournament. Um, you're, <laughs> probably, you're probably like me. I used to skip school on Thursday and Friday. I used to leave school oh, yeah. at twelve o'clock to go home and watch this tournament. It was great. We, you know, oh yeah. My parents didn't like it, but you know, 
I got out of it. Now, look, now I'm sitting here interviewing you. Um, there you go. Now, with UConn, you think, uh, me personally, I think Providence is better than UConn, but I think UConn caught a break with their with their seeding and where they are in the brackets. I think UConn can go farther, but I think Providence is better. What do you think about that? Yes and no. I, I have them getting knocked out around the same time in the second round. Okay. I think UConn, UConn to Arkansas, win. Providence to Iowa, but – Iowa, UConn, I, it's based on matchups. Providence has the intangibles. UConn will just bully you to death. I love the physicality. It's a typical Dan Hurley team with Adama Sonogo, with Isaiah Whaley, Tyrese Martin, who plays like a power forward even though he's a two-guard. R.J. Cole, who has the Bob Hurley toughness from playing St. Anthony. You look at UConn, and they're a blue-collar team. It's almost like the Calhoun of the new generation the teams of the 90s with the Ray Allens and the Richard Hamiltons and the Khalid Al-Amins of the world. UConn could be a problem for Arkansas. I think the athleticism that the Razorbacks have is going to be too much for them. As for Providence, I'm not buying into the South Dakota State hype. I think the Friars win that game. Absolutely. There's something to be, there's something to be said for how Ed Cooley has gotten this group to handle pressure and overachieved so much without a first-team all-conference player. Providence is a group where the sum of the whole is a lot bigger than that of its parts. Problem is, Iowa is a five-seed, which just won the Big Ten as one of the nation's leading scorers in Keegan Murray, who has taken such a leap as a sophomore, it wouldn't shock me if he went and averaged 30 a game every night in this tournament. Well, now, I was at, now I'm, it's funny that you bring up Ed Cooley. I'm a big Ed Cooley guy. Big Ed Cooley guy. I think he's... I think he's a very underrated coach. I think he always he gets the, he always gets the best out of his teams. His teams always play hard for him, no matter what. They always have good showings. A lot of times they come into New York in that Big East tournament. They're not as good. They're a lower seed in that Big East tournament, and they 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 play. Ed Cooley gets the best out of his team. Um, Iowa's a hot team though. Now Iowa might not be as good as 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 Providence. I don't think maybe, but Iowa's hot. They just won the Big Ten tournament. You know, Providence lost in, in the Big East tournament. Um, now, staying on coaches in the Big East, should Patrick Ewing keep his job? I think he deserves at least one more year. You're coming off a year where you just won the Big East tournament. Granted, it was a Cinderella run of sorts. But 0-18. But, yeah. That, there's a lot to be said for what's going on down there. And I, I think just off his name and who he is, he deserves one more shot, too. I agree. You know what? And you know what? He's kind of taking it from the bottom. He went into the NBA. He was like an assistant coach. He kind of, he did the grind work to get, to get here. He never got that NBA job. I thought he should have got an NBA job. He never got an NBA job. He's got the, uh, the Georgetown job as alma mater. I agree. I think you give him one more chance, but I just don't know if he can. I mean, winless in the conference and they weren't a good, they weren't a real good. I mean, they made a run last year, but they weren't expected to win that tournament. They didn't come into New York as a, as a favorite or even as a top three, three team last year. No. So, but know, the difference between Ewing and Chris Mullen is Ewing had, had, coach, had coaching experience as an assistant in the NBA. Mullen didn't have anything that made it easier to get rid of him. I, 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 I can see that. Um, staying with St. John's, I'm a St. John's fan. I'm a St. John's season ticket holder. G- give us a reason to be optimistic, please. Hmm. <laughs> and I, I, I deal with a lot of uh, jaded and disillusioned St. John's fans pretty much on a day-to-day basis. And 
as an as an alumnus, I should be more supportive of St. John's, but I I'm not as much as I should be. That's another issue for another they time. They stink. They never get anything done. They never play well. Ne- like never. I also, yeah, I also grew up in North Carolina, fan, so there's that. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, all right, all right. Hey, but, nobody's perfect. No yeah, wonder you trash in uh, Duke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Josh Alexander going in, into his junior season, if he stays healthy and he develops even further and gets a little bit of a three-point shot, he could be the player of the year in the Big East and carry St. John's. I don't know what Julian Champagne does. My guess if he goes pro, if he comes back, not that there's much of a reason to. He's already proven himself at this level and suggested that he, he could be a professional player at the next level, whether it's in the NBA or overseas. If Champagne comes back, St. John should be a top-half team on paper. I want to say this year was an anomaly just because of Mike Anderson's track record, but the way that program's trending now where the rotations are inconsistent, the substitution patterns sometimes leave you with more questions than answers, and there are times where it doesn't make sense. I I need to see what this group does in the non-conference. If you can show me something with a couple of big wins, Going into the Big East season, there's going to be reason for optimism. I don't want to sit here and say the sky is falling with St. John's, but it's going to be a long year, I think. Yeah. Whether or not whether or not it ends with a postseason, we'll see. Oh, I, but I mean, this year was this year was a letdown. This, it was a letdown. And then the, and then how St. it John's ends? Should have been an NCAA team. And then how it ends? You have a 17 point lead against Nova. I mean, I mean, come on, at least you could pencil in St. John's for one big win a year, whether it be Duke or Villanova mm-hmm. one of the two times. You know, they, they'll always win one big game a year, but that, that, was, that was real disappointing, and I just wanted to throw that in there because, you know, St. John's annoys me. Um, no, it, it <laughs> Yeah, they're the opposite of the Mets. I say the Mets are, when you're, when you're a Met player, it's former Met, now good. When it's St. John's with their coaches and stuff, it's was good, now St. John's. <laughs> You know, so that's how it's looking. So now looking around the bracket, now I had a little problem, I told you before, with A&M not making it. I think A&M, I mean, listen, I don't know how they put San Francisco in, to be honest with you. Everyone likes that West Coast Conference. Who, why are they a good conference? I know they got Gonzaga. They played, one of their games, one of their wins, uh, San Francisco, was against the Academy of Art. <laughs> now, I, I don't know what that is, but I know if, if you have a team... A school, if you're playing Academy of Art, you shouldn't be eligible for the tournament, period. Texas A&M beat... Well, that doesn't count against the RPI. <laughs> no, no. But, I mean, Texas A&M beat Florida, Auburn, Arkansas on three consecutive days. And, you know, they're buried. One of the losses for San Francisco was against... Um, I'm sorry, uh, Portland. They lost to Portland, who's in the CIT. So, did, did you have any other any problem with that, with Texas A&M getting, not getting in? Other teams getting in, anything like that? I can't say I had I had much of a problem with A and M. San Francisco was a was a lock in that conference. The West Coast is especially strong this year. Yeah, but is it really Between that strong? Gonzaga, St. Mary's. That's it. Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Then then they play each other. Then I don't know. I just don't buy some of that. You know the uh, the West Coast conference because they're just playing each other. Gonzaga obviously every year mm-hmm. they they're not a mid major anymore. St. Mary's I is didn't... good. I didn't know about I didn't know about Notre Dame. I I thought they were on the bubble. I thought Michigan may have been the biggest 
wow team to get in. That said, I have them beating Colorado. State, and Indiana. Indiana didn't look like a Indi- tournament team last Indiana's night. Another, Indiana's another one. That I game think was beating, awful. Beating Illinois was what got Indiana in, beating Illinois in the Big East tournament. It doesn't and hurt. Then, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. It doesn't if hurt Virginia that they're Tech, Indiana. If Virginia Tech doesn't win the ACC, you're looking at A&M probably getting in. So the irony of Buzz Williams losing out to the program he left for A&M isn't lost on me either. I agree. And you know what? I think that the fact that they're Indiana helps them too. Oh, yeah. Great they, name. Absolutely. They got to they help CBS out. CBS got to get these ratings up. Um, mm-hmm. So now it's, there's no dominant team this year. There's no, like, one team where it's, like, you know, where it's going to be, okay, Baylor and Gonzaga like it was. And, you know, there's no sure thing almost into the finals. Now, who uh, who's your sleeper to make it to a, you know, a Sweet 16 or an Elite 8 or maybe even a Final Four? Like a four seed or below. I have a lot of chalk in my bracket, so. Oh, come on. Don't be a chalk guy. I am this year. I think Texas Tech is my my lowest seed in the Elite Eight, and they're a three. So I I have a lot of of, uh, one-two matchups. Okay. Who's your Uh, final four? I I do have UCLA in the Elite Eight. I stand corrected. UCLA is a four seed. Okay. UCLA. Now, you. Okay. Good. I'm sorry. Good. My final four is Gonzaga, Kansas, Arizona, and Kentucky. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a, <laughs> Kentucky can't shoot. I don't. I think Kentucky uh, bows out of this thing. Sweet sixteen. Really? Yeah, well, I that's do. A, it's a tough matchup with Purdue. Kentucky's young. You play these teams that, uh, that that got the older guys that have been in the school for a long time. There's a big difference between an eighteen year old and a twenty one year old. Cal Perry's older this year than he than he normally is, and. If Oscar Shibway goes for twenty and twenty every night, well, he's one of the best. Yeah, he's one of the best players in the country. But um, mm-hmm. all right, so let's see what else we got here. Um, let me look at this bracket real quick. Um, Baylor, how do you think Baylor's gonna? You got Baylor in the Final Four, did you say or no? I have Baylor getting knocked out by UCLA. Okay, UCLA. Okay, so UCLA is what? What are they? Uh, three, four, four. Okay, four. Perfect. All right. Um, now why don't you tell? Uh, why don't you tell everybody about about your website? I will. Daily Dose of Hoops. D-A-L-Y, like my last name, on Twitter, on on Google. You search us, so it'll be the first thing you find. And while I'm plugging the website, we'll mention Seton Hall. I think they beat TCU and give Arizona a game in the second round. It's a tough draw for the Pirates as an eight seed. I think if they were if they were on the seven line, they'd have a better shot at a Sweet 16, but that's just a hard ask for Kevin Willard. Going out to San Diego and playing the last, the last time slot again, I think this is like the fourth or fifth time in the last seven years yeah. that that's happened. Yes, it but Daily Dose of Hoops covering local college basketball, Big East, Mac, Big Ten, Iona, Manhattan, Hofstra, you name you think, it, mid-majors, we got it. What did you think about Iona losing in that tournament? I, I was shocked, but also in a sense I wasn't because – I thought the lead was a lot deeper than everybody expected it to be. So St. Peter's winning didn't shock me. Three weeks out from the re- from the end of the regular season when St. Peter's started locking teams down defensively, I said, that team has the look of a conference champion and shore it up. They've only, they've only given up 50 points a game on average in their last, five, in their last six games. So we'll see how they do against Kentucky on, on Thursday night, but – well, that's the beauty. I own a lose and didn't shock me. That's the beauty of March is anybody can lose. Anybody can get out one bad game and you're out. His name is Jaden yes. Daly. The website is Daily Dose of Hoops. And Jaden, thanks a lot for, for coming on with us for a couple minutes here. I really appreciate it. 
My pleasure, Bob. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you. Hey, how about, how about that? Saving the show. Not only did that he come on, he, he made time for us today to come on, give us 15, 20 minutes. He saved the show. Yep. Listen to him. I mean... Listen, yeah. If, I mean, you really, we, we can talk about who's in it and what we think's going to happen, but, you know, like everybody else, we have no idea. But someone else like him, he has a much better idea of what's going on yeah, inside he's an this he went, right now, now. The only thing I disagree with him a little bit is he went, all, he went mostly chalk on it. it. It's never chalk. I mean... Every year, I, I you know, yeah. I'm but if you go pick anything that's wrong, like say, so now if you're going to go pick your Cinderella team, there's going to be Cinderella teams. We know that there's going to be the upset teams. It's going to be a double now, digit seed. In the, the problem is you're going to pick those three teams that you think are it. Now you were wrong. There's still going to be three more teams. Your whole bracket. I, I understand this is how it works, but you're going to totally end your whole bracket based on going too far. Well, this, this most likely half of those teams that they think are going to win are going to win. Yeah, you're right. And here's the here's the way to do the brackets: pick your upsets where you think they're going to lose. Like if you think a, a four, 13 or 14 seed is going to win, pick or pick an upset they they're going to lose the next game. Because if you if you the first round, everybody concentrates on the first round. It's not about the first round because you get more points in your pools and whatnot. As the rounds progress. So you want to get to the sweet. You want to have as many on Sunday. You want to have 13 or 14 of your sweet 16 teams left. And you can't lose your champion. Yeah. You can't lose your champion. You know, I have. Well, Bill that's Nova. it. That really. And that's what you'll learn really fast is there's a lot of you're going to lose one point here. Two points there in the first round. Everybody's going to be like, oh, I'm so far ahead. The points build so fast towards the end that the big stuff is the final four. Who's in the finals? Who's your champ? So now real quick. Um, again. Get to uh, the ESPN brackets, uh, the bracket uh, challenge for ESPN. We are under Locked Up Sports. There's like 30 brackets in there. Now, to qualify to win, you do have to subscribe and leave a review on our podcast. So I'm going to repeat that again. To qualify to win. It doesn't have to be a good review. It doesn't have to be a written review. It doesn't have to be a good review. To qualify to win, you have to leave a review and you have to subscribe to the podcast. Um, We were discussing what the prize is going to be. There's... uh, it's probably going to be a bunch of locked up uh, sports stuff. We're also thinking about throwing in some baseball tickets for you. It, yeah. It's good. We're going to make it. We're going to make it really nice for you. Yeah. So make sure you get get uh probably like minor leagues like ducks, <laughs> some like local softball. But like, that's not that's not the point. Listen, baseball tickets. That's all I said. Yeah. I, I didn't commit to anything. But we're going to have all that for you. Um, it starts tomorrow, twelve twenty. I believe they come on the air at twelve. You get you know. 10 minutes of Brian of uh, Greg Gumble. You get, you know, this and that. And then what do we got tomorrow for him, Brett? Where we are, we are on tomorrow, 11 o'clock, 365 yeah, sportscast.com, yeah. our regular time, regular show. Not just basketball tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be big. We're going to be talking a lot, a lot of uh, Yankees action this week, a lot of baseball. Um, you know, we got full swing. NFL free agency just started. We're going to have a big show tomorrow. Yeah. And listen, we're going to preview Mets. We're going to preview Yankees tomorrow. It's going to be. Um, we're also going to go we're through gonna, all the games. We're going to know what's going on. We're going to be in the middle of all the, you know, these games are going to be, you know, games are going to be going on. A lot of the games are going to be wrapped up. The late games will probably still be going on. There'll probably be two, one or two games going on around 11, 11 o'clock when we come on. Uh, so we'll take you through that. We'll recap the whole day for you. And, you know, it's it's going to be, it, it tomorrow, to me, tomorrow is spring. Spring starts on the regular calendar for everybody else in a couple of days on the 21st. Spring starts tomorrow. St. Patrick's sport, Day or, or because Saint of NCAA? Patrick's, no, St. Patrick's Day and NCAA. Just wanted to clarify. Because cause now we made it. We made it to the soup. We made it to the Super Bowl after the post Super Bowl lull. We survived the winter. We survived the winter. We said now we, we survived the hibernation. Yeah. We survived the lockout winter of lockout. Yeah. Hey, listen, it 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 
Now you survived it because now you get now you got basketball straight through. And once that finishes, what do we got, Brett? We got opening day baseball. Oh, baseball! So excited. Uh, Jacob Degrom named opening day starter today by Buck Showalter. Um, it's gonna it's opening day show sounds good. Opening day does sound good. We are, we are just a matter of weeks away. So get to get to uh, fill out your brackets. Good luck on the tournament, everybody. Have a great. We'll talk to you tomorrow night, eleven o'clock, three sixty five sportscast.com. See ya.